Oh, try spinning. That's a good trick. It's the Science Fiction Rating System podcast, and I am Sam Draper, joined as ever by Chris Redding. Hello. I've got and a second name. Get my surname, that's nice. Yeah, we're going professional now. Uh, and Alex Humphrey. Thank you very much. Yes, very professional. I don't know about this. A bit too professional. Um, not too professional. Well, not really, because this is our second attempt this week. <laughs> all right, all right. Like our tenth intro and our second attempt. So okay, we're, we're okay. getting there, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so this is the podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from one to infinity. Um, if you've not joined us before, we take three films each fortnight. We preview them, then we review them and put them into our big list. See the list at sciencefictionratingsystem.com. Follow us at SF Rating System on Twitter. Bang. Professional. Done. Yeah. This is all okay. spoilers now. Yeah, we're in Spoiler City. Spoiler um, Zone. We're doing uh, three prequels because Alien Covenant's come out, or is coming out, this Friday. I think and so. And if you listen to last week's show, we explained we're doing Star Wars, Phantom Menace, Prometheus, and Planet of the Apes. And this evening, we're going to discuss what we thought of said three films. So, how is everyone this evening? Not bad. Yeah, very well. Can't wait. Can't wait to uh, tell you all about The Phantom Menace. Mm. Right, yeah. Have a second crack at that. You said you'd convince us to put it high on the list uh, in the opening show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Not going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to happen. A wonderful movie. Well, let's let's start with Star Wars then, shall we? Let's start with Phantom Menace. (laughs) Um, So, last time... Um, I went first, but I think Chris, as the biggest booster, yeah. Um, let's start with you explaining to us why you think this isn't a trash fire of burning shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Just just hold back okay. on those opinions already. <laughs> oh, okay. Over to you, Chris. Well, I just think it's a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> okay. You know, there's some really good sequences, stuff which you haven't seen before in Star Wars. It, they invented a lot of stuff. It's really creative in, in that sense. as scenes and planets and the pod racing and stuff you hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. And they're really, considering there was, this was the first one after a long gap, Yeah, he really injected a lot of stuff into it. Now, with the more recent ones like The Force Awakens, there was nothing new injected into that at all. You're right. It's just a regurgitation. I do agree with you. There is new stuff here, the stuff you haven't seen. Phantom Menace, and I've said it before, I, I can't remember how many times I've said it because we've done this a few times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's got the best sword fight, it's got the best piece of music, you've got the best villain. Okay. They're all really good things. And you got any other, other defences for any of the things that you've No, I'll, I've, I've got an arsenal here, but I'm just right, waiting okay. for what you've got to say. <laughs> well, let's, let's... Alex, you can go next. They because... also invented a lot of film, modern filmmaking on that movie as well, like your oh, digital yeah. cameras. You wouldn't have a digital camera on your telephone now if it wasn't for The Phantom Menace. They invented the 1080p camera for that film. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good technological thing. It's mm. not a reason to rate. I know. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in 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 filmmaking, sort of, you know. Yeah. Okay. It's Thanks. an important film, is what you're saying. It is. Yeah. If we were doing the important rating system, then yeah, <laughs> we're not. So Alex, you can go next. Well, it's a total well, craft, isn't it? You know, they've invented ways of doing things. It is, but like the fact that camera phones exist doesn't make my experience experience the film any better. Does it? <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not getting anything anymore. I'm not sitting there thinking, well, Jar Jar Binks is like a fucking idiot, but I have got a phone on my camera, so uh, go for it, Jar Jar. Thanks, thanks, Lucas. Yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> right, <laughs> uh, Alex, um, you um, were how wooed. <laughs> you were pretty down it, but you said that you were actually pleasantly surprised a no, bit. I think I think I'm. I think what's going to happen is I'm in the middle of this. I um, I just the anticipation of seeing this was so big. I can't. I, I it's just so hard. If you if you didn't go through it, I don't know. Maybe you can't remember it, but you know the anticipation of it was so high, and I don't know. I was so I was kind of nervous rewatching it. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. The things I thought were really annoying, like Jar Jar Binks, it wasn't too bad. That's a sterling defence. <laughs> well, no, okay. Well, I guess. Well, okay. But the, 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 there was. I think there are some things that are good in there. I think Liam Neeson is really good in it, and I think it's a travesty really? that he died. Yes, I think he's really good. He proves he does a thing in this film that I think. <laughs> That proves There's not an actor is really good well, in that film. There's not one actor that's really good. I th- no, I think he's good. I think he does a thing that is the proof of a great actor is to be good in a terrible film with a terrible script. And I think he is good. I think you believe him, you care about him. That's a Liam Neeson thing, though, isn't it? That's his actual. It is. Yeah, that's, that's his, his MO, MO, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he's I, he. I'd forgotten him really, and I think he's way better than um, I, I remembered. I, I, I think I the Queen's good. He, he, no. She's, I think Padme's a good character. Yeah, the Queen, yeah. Do you not remember her? She I think Padme's a good character. I think she's a, an interesting character. And again, I agree with Chris, it's something different. Um, I think a pod race is really good. I think I stand out completely. Yeah. Um, but okay. yes, the problem is, okay, I'll admit, there is some really dodgy shit in there. It's uh, just the, the Trade Federation are just such terrible baddies. They're just awful. Like, oh. they've got Mexican accents. Well, for some reason they've got well, terrible Chinese, aren't they? Yeah, well, like, it's like really racist. Really oh, racist. Chinese. Yeah, I they're Mexican. No, no, it's like a proper. That's one of my notes I've got on my yeah. list of uh, problems. So yeah. uh, that's Alex's thoughts. So let me get into it now. So first of all, I'll start with the positives. Okay. Okay. As I said last time, I recorded this. The use of real sets goes a long way to make it feel more like a real sort of place and um, more engaging for me than in either of the two prequels. Yeah. Um, I think the de- design work is brilliant. Naboo is an amazing thing to look at. Definitely. Some of the ships are really cool. Um, the way they do Coruscant is really good. Um, Tatooine isn't as good, I don't think. Tatooine just feels like the old set with a few CG monsters walking around. Not, mm. not very exciting. But I do think the look of it is really, really good. Um, I also think that... Oh, well, the script's awful, but I think the setup of the film is the, the actual plot. The tax thing is really, really dull. Okay, yeah, you can't argue that. Like Chris, you can't argue that, can you? The, the actual plot, what's what it's happens? Not a in the very, plot, it's not high stakes. No, it's not. Thing it's just to dumb. start the whole like no. galactic war. Totally. No. But I think if they got through that and moved on to something else in the first half an hour, mm. and it escalates something else a lot quicker, I think it would be it would be quite a cool opening. Because you'd be like, oh, this is a bit strange. Mm. It just dwells in it for too long. So yeah. those are the positives. <laughs> that was right, a positive. Negatives. <laughs> that was a positive, yeah. So okay. to start negatives, that's one of them. The tax thing and the whole plot yeah. is just so boring. It's dumb. Like on such a monumental level of you've got, you're taking Jedis and like we're going to see real proper Jedis having real proper fights and all they're fighting over is a, is a, a, a tax blockade which even when you find out it's like it's done by Darth Sidious, 
Like, why is is that really the best idea he had to, well, you know, <laughs> especially the when they down? they swoop in and they take the whole city really quickly anyway, don't they? So, did they even need yeah. the tax fraud thing because they just take the whole city out really quickly? Yeah, doesn't make any sense. I'm not sure I understand what they're getting to with the story anyway. I'm not sure what no. what it was all about. That's what I mean. Like, obviously, it's it's a play to get. Palpatine into power in the Senate, isn't it? That's yeah. that's the end result of the film. He has got control of the yeah. Senate. Mm. But but like, why would you do it that way? That is the most elaborate way. And there's so many like times that plan could have gone horribly wrong. Yeah, that it didn't. Like the fact that the whole thing sort of hinges on um, Jake Lloyd pricking around in his ship and you know crashing <laughs> into the the one little you know thing inside the thing that blows up the whole of the. Yeah, Star Wars trope, though. It is, yeah, Yeah. but like it's a little bit more believable when Luke Skywalker's doing it, isn't it? Like it's now after Rogue One, it is, yeah, because it's explained. What do you mean it's explained? Why it was so easy to destroy the. Oh yeah, no, I don't mean the port. I mean, I mean the fact that he was driving and he was actually a competent. Like all the way through Star Wars, they set up. Oh, he's a really good pilot. You know, Mm. he shoots one Pratt's off in his T sixteen Skyhopper. I bet you hated him, didn't you? Yeah, but this kid's this kid flies pod racers he's the best pod racer he's never yeah. flown a ship before in his life though he can't, skills, get, out, same he can't get out of the hangar can he it's what and to refer <laughs> to my older point um <laughs> i'll try spinning that's a good trick like yeah. he's got the force okay so he's got the force midichlorians right, so he's got the highest count of midichlorians anyone's ever seen i'm just gonna say so, midichlorians Alex, that takes me on nice to our next point midichlorians are the worst yeah. retcon in the history of cinema, they ruined so much. This yeah. and the thing also, right? There's a there's a tra- a trend now, like with all these franchises, of over-explaining everything. Yeah. Um, to true. go back mm. to Alien again, no spoilers. But the next the Alien film cut this week does a similar thing of over-explaining and Prometheus. Yeah. What what is a uh, the aliens are amazing because they're a primal thing we don't understand. The Force mm. is amazing and it Force works because it's just a thing that you're told to go with, like a fantasy film, you know, mm. yeah. like magic. As soon as you yeah. start going, oh, you've got these midi chlorians that live in your fucking bloodstream, you think, well, <laughs> hang on, you've just yeah. this is like bringing taxes into it. You're making it boring. You're making it so dull that they can. That's the problem with these franchises, isn't it? Because they have to sort of flush out some backstory, and that totally, undermines yeah. the mystery. I remember watching the Star Wars films when I was a kid, and they were like dark, very mysterious before they'd been cleaned up. Yeah, and it was amazing. It was like when you're on like Dagobah, it's like, what the hell? Like yeah. this, this is really magical to watch because I didn't know what was going. I didn't know what mm. I was looking at. Yeah, definitely. They also the midichlorians thing also makes it a bit Christian. They have all these weird kind of Christian references, like her being yeah. an angel and like there was no father. I oh. carried him. I gave birth. I raised him. I can't explain what happened. <laughs> um, I that annoyed me so much. <laughs> I, lo- I looked into that, and do you know what yeah. the like. Well, it's not canon anymore. But what the canon reason was for that birth? What that, that um, it was? It's Palpatine basically is the father, and he he, manipula- he manipulated the Force. Yeah, he so explains like, that in the third one. Oh, the Darth Plagueis shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he like, explains that in the third one. Oh, God, I'd like that out. Just so yeah. awful. They're part, that's one of the dark like powers you yeah. can. Good old Darth Plagueis. Basically, rape. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's another problem. So, uh, what's next? Um, so, racism. That's next on my list. Yeah, no, I'm. I, no, I had a problem with this. Yeah, like it's so much more evident now. Not only the Chinese who are yeah. like they just they talk like Chinese people, and you know they're Mexican. I think you should. No, they're, no, no, they're, they're not they're Mexican. Like, they're definitely Chinese. He's Korean. They're the same thing. I mean, it's the same. 
Wow, you know, I c- still racist. Okay. <laughs> I can't, cu- I can't cut that out. That was too much cross talking. Then you say that Mexican and Chinese are the same thing. No, I'm not saying it's. I mean, it's the same. It's a. You know, uh, we've again. got to the same point. It's just that you've misunderstood the accent. They're definitely Chinese, um, and <laughs> also Watto. You know, is it called Watto? The little Watto, flying thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watto. Yeah, yeah, basically the greedy Jew of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, oh my god. It's. it's I, I did. I don't know because I was thinking about it, and is it in the originals? <clears throat> ah, the boys got skills. <laughs> that's good. that's very good. In the originals, they they don't really dub. <laughs> no one has a kind of English accent, do they? Not really. No, they they've just got no. subtitles. Or you no, just the original one. There's a lot of American accents in it yeah. for no reason. Well, and English, but they did, they're, was, just, they're, just, but they're not like LA. yeah, but they're not racial. Accents, exactly, isn't that better though? Like Admiral Ackbar, yeah. well, they've got English as all the bad bad guys. No, but they're humans. But aliens is different, yeah. right? Okay. Well, I wasn't. I, I'm not. I'm not alien racist. <laughs> Speciesist. I don't see any species difference. I just see. I know what you mean, though. There's character point. Yeah, there's character groups that they've made, and yeah, the, yeah. yeah. the Jar Jar Binks okay. thing is. is uh, there's a lot of dodgy stuff with the Jar Jar Binks kind of. You know. That's I mean, do we even need to mention Jar Jar Binks? Like, he's like the worst. <laughs> Let's like take a, that off the table. He's off a, the discussion a, table. A because... sucking scab of of horrific. <laughs> yeah. Like just like just dragging the film down. Yeah. And he even looks shit nowadays. At the time, at least he looked quite mm. technologically. Do you believe impressive. the uh, theory that it was originally supposed to be Jar Jar, which was like the main overlord? Bad yeah, I've heard that guy, and. And Lucas sort of backtracked because of the backlash against Jar Jar, so he kind of changed the story. I don't. I, I have heard that. I don't believe that. I do believe, though, he was going to be either Jedi or like the Chewbacca of the film, wasn't he? And he'd mm, been right. every film yeah. alongside yeah. Anakin on his adventures. Yeah, I think yeah. Mm. that's true. I think the I think this wishful thinking that he was a bad guy that would get, <laughs> get killed. He I does mean, ruin that all the tension of that final battle. Him dicking around, it just completely ruins. Any kind of tension that you might have that someone might die. Yeah, completely. If I was Gareth well, Edwards, I definitely would have put a Gungan in Rogue One and have like them like get the Death Star plans and you know somehow redeem the race. Well, have you seen the Blu-ray version of Return of the Jedi at the end? They, oh yeah, they yeah, go where they're jumping around, fucking yeah. Naboo, and he shouts, "We are free!" free. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just, oh my just in God. case it wasn't obvious um, enough that he was what he was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He basically ruins every single scene he's in, but yeah. everyone knows that one. Yeah. So let's move on to the terrible acting all round. Everyone involved, mm-hmm. and I'll accept, maybe with the exception of Liam Neeson, cannot fucking act. Lee, um, Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh like, yeah. He spent so long trying to do an impression of Alec Guinness's voice. Yeah. That, like he comes across as kind of this weird sort of psychopath. Yeah. Like no, he looks I agree so. With you there. I'm guessing he's meant to be like a bit rebellious, isn't he? A bit of a rogue. Mm. But there's a line mm. when he goes, um, when Quan well, comes back to the ship on like... Tatooine, and he goes, oh, what have you done now, Master? Brought along another pathetic human life form. Oh, yeah, can, yeah, that's really that's weird. It's a weird thing to say, isn't it? Like, what are you trying to imply there? With a smirk he... on his face. I read that he no, said... It's like something like, oh, we've picked up another useless life form. Yeah. Why do I get the yeah. feeling? I read it... Was, it's Jar Jar Binks and the he... kid, yeah. He recalled his performance in the film consisted of walking into rooms and looking up. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel for uh, him because all them films were just against blue or looking at nothing, and yeah, 
Yeah, that it, one it less was, so, though. He was sick of doing them films by the end of them. I think he acts better in the other two than the first film, doesn't he? I think he does a better job. I mean, still, they're still crap films. There's nothing to go better. on in this. He's, he's just waiting for Neeson to die, basically. He didn't have any classic Alec Guinness lines in this one, either. No. no. Then you've got Jake Lloyd, who, even as, as a child actor, he's a bad child actor. He's like giving like <laughs> Edward Furlong a run for his money. He's like worst child actor of all time. Like he is absolutely abysmal, isn't he? Like he just can't. That you are you an angel line? Yeah. No, that is like, really. Is that not the writing though? Is that not the writing? It's both. Though. It's both. Like it's the writing and the performance. Because I think you, all this lands on the writer director. I, I think most definitely this. does. Yeah, definitely for for um, uh, Hugh McGregor it does. I think mm. Jake Lloyd though is just bad. Like I mean, there's a, there's yeah. a, he hasn't had a career since, has he? Like no, no, he had a breakdown since. <laughs> the problem is they change a lot when they go through puberty, and then the, most of them, yeah, lose their looks or their voice or something. So there's another like twelve points on my list here, but I think I'll stop because <laughs> I could just keep going and going and going. Basically, it's just. It's just absolutely terrible. I hate how they have to have C3PO and R2D to a long time. Like no, I hated that. That made no. That you know just when you're watching like the film from the beginning. Rubbish. At what point does it go wrong? You know when you watch, you sit down, so you get the crawl, the credits. Yeah. And then the ship goes do 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 goes yeah. past, and then the person goes like, "Oh, we've got two Jedi here sent from the Chancellor." Yeah. At what point in the film does it go wrong? Uh, when. Um, Yumi McGregor turns to Qui-Gon Jinn yeah. and says... So it's the first line. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I've got a bad feeling about this. Oh, with right. a weird smirk on his face. When they pull their hoods down. Yeah. yeah. And and I think, oh, Jesus. Like, it all just flooded back to me then. To that point, I was quite on board. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, I kind yeah. of liked all of that stuff, no, that first stuff. I think it had good and bad bits. It went wrong for me. It was when they met Binks and then they went on the underwater adventure. Yeah, yeah. No, you're true. That that is probably the way it does really. Yeah, it is Jar Jar Binks. That first shot, I put it on the um, the website actually. <laughs> that conversation in the, in the forest. Because you're right. That is that is the bit where you're like, oh fuck, no. Binks really is as bad as you think. It'd be good if just one of them tanks went over him, and then <laughs> that <Yeah>. was it. <laughs> or it's like he went back to the city and just dropped him off. Yeah. Because also the other you know, reason they take him out of that city is that he goes on oh, need a guide or whatever. Mm. And then about five minutes later, he's like, I've got no fucking clue where I am. And they're completely yeah. lost, aren't they, in the corner of the world. Yeah. So what the, what was the point? Also, there's a strange subject that he's now kind of, like, owes Liam Neeson his life. Like, he's his slave. That was a His bit... life debt. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit... What I don't mm. understand is, right, if they stowed away in the, like, the invasion ships... Yeah. ...to the planet... Yeah. ...why are they so far away from the city? <laughs> <laughs> The, point, why yeah. do they have to go to an unknown race that the trade federation, trade federation didn't even know existed yeah. Yeah, to tell to take them to the like the civilized yeah. city? Well, not only that, if you think about it, like that they land right in the invasion party, go through all yeah. that adventure, go all the way to Tatooine, spend a few days there, go to Coruscant, come back, yeah. and yeah. just yeah. then the invasion party has got to the city, <laughs> haven't they? It's like they landed well, on the wrong side know, of the no, fucking no, planet. There, there's some bits where they're walking around in it in between. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But what I'm saying is, why did the land? Why did that landing ship go to the jungle in the middle yeah, on the other not side to of land the planet? On the thing. <laughs> yeah, they're the in space. Thing. They know where the city is. There's plenty of plot holes that you know picking them apart will take days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the battle? Like the big, like set piece battle, like the ground battle bit. Uh, I don't know. It's all right, isn't it? Like the, I don't like it's the. It's kind of just silly, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah, really, it's yeah. A bit silly. The problem with the, the problem with the prequels is because they. 
we knew we were going to see like the Clone Wars and it was going to kick off big time. We'd all heard about them. Yeah. Problem is, half of the, you know, they've got a load of droids, so they can do that because it's not violent, because yeah. it's a kid's film. Yeah. And, but it doesn't have any meaning. It's no, just totally. yeah. droids getting chopped in half. I think I mean, it looks cool at first, but then it's like, oh. I think the, the Roger Roger droids are quite likeable. Oh, I don't like them. No? Oh, I quite like them. You know, I like, like the design of them, but so, I don't um, like them. They're so... Why are they so fallible? Like, when he goes, oh, we're going to Coruscant, and he goes, oh, Coruscant does not compute whatever. Like, you know... No, he says Gorosant, and that's what makes him go, eh, 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 does not compute. <laughs> he says what, he says, the, he says the planet... Yeah, he says the planet's name wrong, that's the joke. And that's what confuses the robot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so again, that's, you know, a robot should be a bit better than that, shouldn't it? Well, well Liam so. Neeson knows exactly how to stitch one up. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's true, yeah. Um... Okay, uh, just a few quick points as well. I won't keep going on. Um, the pod race, that's, you know, the actual racing's nice. The, the sound design of the pod, pod race. Yeah. Incredible. That's great. Like, yes, that is great. The commentator is terrible. Every shot, of, every shot of the crowd is like really half assed. And if you yeah, freeze yeah, frame yeah. it, no one, yeah. no one knows what the fuck they're doing. No, the kids true. saying, that's Wizard Annie. You know when they said <laughs> when the race ends? <laughs> yeah. And that kid does a weird, like, long arm jump. Yeah, like if that's the best shot they got of that, then oh god, <laughs> I hate that bit... too. I hate that two-headed commentator thing because that's yeah. just stupid, yeah. awful, absolutely no, awful. That's pretty crap. Because that's like such a that's also you know in um, episode two that Dex's diner thing, like the fifties yeah, yeah, diner, yeah. Oh, all god. that sort of like putting you know our culture into Star Wars. It's just naff. This one, Ridley. What's the third one we're doing tonight? Rise uh, of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, so. So Lucas and Ridley Scott, they you know they worked, they worked a lot better when they're surrounded by no men, not yeah, yes men. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I think we need to move on. But I'll make one more one final point. I promise I'll stop. <laughs> I'll, skip, I'll skip so many. But I'll say one more thing. Um, so I think the best thing related to this film is the computer game Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer. I, I'm sure you've played that. Chris, it was you? with, with yeah, me. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah. A good game. it's a good game. No, I meant I wrote that down in my notes. <laughs> Like that game, I've been trying to find it out, um, and I've got it off eBay to play again because it's fantastic. All the way through the film, I was thinking this is good, and really, the problem with that this film is it's a good. It would be a good computer game. It's not a good film. You know what I mean? Like settings are really good. You've got big battles, some meaningless sort of fights. It was um, like totally geared up for a whole new level of merchandise. Merchandise, yeah, merchandising. Totally. yeah. yeah. I bet the work that went into that video game was more than went into most films at the time. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a tragic, tragic thing, really. I, so I think it's a good, there's good elements, but they're just not put together in a, in a, in a good way. I just massively disagree. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just the execution, I think, is yeah. the wrong part of it. Yeah. I, I think you, any of us could, well, we'd like to think we could probably, using the same source material, make a much better yeah. script than that. Yeah, I um, agree. I mean, now it'd be interesting to see what some like literally to give like one of these modern new guys directors a go, and it it could be super dark. It'd be so cool. Like, there's nothing you, really in Force Awakens so far, is there? That um, explicitly references characters from the prequels, is there? Or in Rogue One? Yeah, yeah, there is. It's ba- Bailar, but Bailar. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, 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 there's probably well, more as well. Yeah, probably more. Well, there's a rumour that Darth Plagueis is in the next Styles, isn't there? So well, that's to look forward to. <laughs> is that not the big guy? Well, that's the rumour, isn't it? Is it? Is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. 
I hope it's not because fuck Darth Vader. Just, just, just forget all that. I just nonsense. want it to be Jar Jar. I love that. <laughs> I was watching that film again, like the theories of how he is the bad guy, because well, he has got like Jedi moves in yeah. Phantom Menace, hasn't he? Well, they've actually um, they've canon explained what happened to Jar Jar. Have you heard about this? The book no. came out. No. Um, there's a series of now they've started fell to into be... a pit of acid. No, um, <laughs> but or, or, or close. Like he's, Shame. I can't remember. Basically, it's, there's these books that have come out that are canon um, set between the films, and they do like, these like vignettes, so they go to like different characters, and one of them is they go to a planet where Jar Jar lives, and he's basically like a social outcast. <laughs> and like honestly, this is and this is the canon thing for him, like where basically like everyone sort of hates him and like they shun him a bit, like he's sort of very like a hermit, like Obi Wan. Oh, and um, someone like asks him about why he's there or something, and he's like, "Me's to do bad things, you know, so and so years ago, whatever, and all this sort of stuff." And, yeah, I'd so... love to have redeemed the Gunguns in Rogue One, like have them like that last bit where they have to get the plans through the gap in the door. Like... No, you know, you know what the best thing, right? Is if. You know that the new empire, or whatever they're like flying in. You just see that they've just got the hats on and the, and the ships and all that sort of stuff. And you see them attacking and all that sort of things. And they go back and like the, the commander's there. He's got a helmet on and he takes it off and turns around and he goes, "You are people gonna die?" And then they all take the hats off and everyone in the new empire yeah. is a gungan. Every, yeah, the, the whole, whole lot of them. six films before were really just for the gungans to take over. Yeah, yeah, that would have worked. That was the long game. Okay, <laughs> let's get to rating this, shall we? Um... Uh, who should we? Let's Chris. Let's start with Chris because he's the most positive. Although I'm not would, sure, actually. I think you, I'm. I'm. Just before we continue, I'm glad. Like that, you are. After the last episode, I thought you were insane, but it turns out you're not. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you've said a lot of co, you know cogent points. So you just like you're like best, best this, best that. It's brilliant, and I was just and obviously because we didn't get long enough to get to the negative bit. So I walked away from that thinking, my God, Chris is just. Gone I think I put it like out of all the Star Wars films, I would go probably Empire, Empire, Rogue One, Jedi, and probably the Phantom Menace. What? You wow! Okay. I, I would put it above the original, probably. So in this what? list, then, so, you, oh. so you're saying you should go number two in this list? Oh no! No, no, because the <laughs> list doesn't work like that. We've already <laughs> we've already spoken about that. Okay, so where should it go then, Chris? <laughs> Um, you have gone mad though. <laughs> <laughs> I would put it at number eleven. Okay, Alex. Wow. Uh, I would say <laughs> nineteen. So below edge of tomorrow, above inner space. That's exactly what I was going to say. Nineteen. Yeah, because I think that although I'd rather watch Flash Gordon again. You know, that's you'd rather watch Flash Gordon before Phantom Menace. Yeah, because it's, it's hilarious, but it's also awful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, and I, I think that's, I think we've hit this spot before in that sweet spot of Edge of Tomorrow yeah. because it's sort of that's the cusp between sort of okay films and, and shit, isn't it? And mm. I think this is this is not complete shit because it's still Star Wars, but it's not better than Edge of Tomorrow. No, it's so much more creative than I just can't get over how bad the Force Awakens was. That's not on the list yet, though, is it? Yeah, I know, but I'm just, that's <laughs> okay. what I compare it to because it's sort of a re-kick of a new trilogy, isn't it? And but no, you shouldn't compare it to that. You need to think about the list, separated yeah, from that. But that was made about after your... everything we know. No, no but like, think about your experience of watching that film like in this past week. Yeah. Forget, forget Force Awakens, forget the other ones. I enjoyed best it. Best you can. I watched <laughs> okay. it. I loved it. I watched it. I couldn't wait until the, the fight at the end because I knew the fight was so good. And So what did you say, 11? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm the not fight, ex- it's not you know the, how the tension and the, the it moves between the space and the fight and stuff and the, and the music. It's just really. I think it really moves. It's great. I, I'd accept seventeen. Was seventeen above? Above Independence Day. Above Independence Day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps pressing the nuclear button. I don't think it's better than Independence Day. Right, okay. It's not better than Independence Day, come on. It's not, but this we've, we've clearly already talked about how this list doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I see, I don't think it is as good as Independence Day. No, it's not. Um, but Independence Day should be a lot higher. Oh, God. <laughs> But is it so better 18? than Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah, definitely. Edge of Tomorrow is a poor film. I'd accept it being Edge of Tomorrow, actually, yeah. I mean, Phantom Menace is a poor film, too. Uh, Edge of yeah, Tomorrow is like a very middling average film. Phantom Menace yeah, is Yeah, but is yeah. there's a lot going on. It's creative. It's creative. But it's badly acted, badly written, yeah. you know, badly shot in a lot of instances. Like it's, and whereas at least Edge of Tomorrow is like competently the made. The camera phones. Think about the camera phones. <laughs> 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 you can have made Edge of Tomorrow without the Phantom oh, Menace. <laughs> well, should we put it? So were we eighteen? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah? Mm. Above Edge yeah. of Tomorrow. That's a compromise. Yeah, yeah. That's a compromise. I pulled you at one. I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's out of the way. Yeah, uh, we've, we've made it through Phantom Menace. Only two yeah, more prequels to go. Like, lightly, I thought. Yeah. So Phantom Menace joins the list at number eighteen. Um, have a quick break and we'll be back with um, some monkey magic. <laughs> and we are back. With our second film um, from what year? 2011. Thank you, Alex. 2011. It is Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, a prequel and a reboot. Bit of um, both. So uh, I'll start this time and I'll start at the end. I think it's saying, a reboot, it's not a prequel. No, it is a prequel. It is a bit of because both. You see twice in the film the Icarus taking off, and that's yes. the ship that Charlton Hester comes back to Earth in. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if they continue making these films and they get yeah. to the point where the last ones pick off, they're not going to stop and say, we've done the prequels to this, so we'll stop now. What I'm no, saying but, is, no, they'll that, carry on making them past the old films. Yeah, and there'll be remakes. Yeah, I agree. It's a prequel, because Icarus takes off. It's definitely a prequel, because mm. you see the Icarus go into space. Well, it's the same story. It's like an alternate reality prequel. Yeah, so they could stop this trilogy now, they'd end the trilogy, and then it would carry on, wouldn't it? It's, but they're clearly, it, it's clearly an end in a situation where where it could lead on to those films. That's obviously what they're doing with it. Otherwise, they wouldn't put, 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 bother yeah, putting Icarus right, in, would right. they? So, so anyway, Rick- so I was going to start, <laughs> start at the end of the film because um, it's one of the best credit sequences of any film in my opinion yeah that's good that yeah, yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it basically obviously the virus needs to spread and the film ends with a pilot getting the virus and then just line shots of the disease spreading around the world no exposition no need for like clunky dialogue or no. you know big screens of text you know, you know exactly what's going on and it's just so perfect um, mm. and I think a lot of the reason I like this film is because that credit is so good I'm like Fuck yeah. And they pick um, it up on the second one, don't they? they on do, the yes. opening yeah. credits. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, uh, Alex, what um, what do you think of this one then? I oh, know I really liked it. I, it, it. When we watched the trailers um, in the in the last uh, podcast, this has the worst trailer by far. It just gives away the whole film. Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, I remember that. But they almost re-edit the film in a really shit way, and. The film itself is just, it moves, like those 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes set up everything really, really, really well, um, with the yeah. whole bright eyes getting killed and all that stuff, and see him adopting Caesar, um, and I just think it's a really good blend of, like, really good bit of horror, really good bit of sci-fi, the kind of family drama element, the viral outbreak element, it just all works really, really well. You know, you say about the trailer being bad, um, and I think I mentioned... Because I thought because they got no confidence in the film. Yeah. Um, my biggest problem with this film was the editing in the third act, and especially the music over it, which was just so over the top and incessant and constant. And that reminded mm. me of the trailer and made me thought like, you know, maybe they didn't have much confidence in this bit either. And they, they, they tried to really over, like they really put it in your face on that bridge. Did, did yeah. you find that the music was really yeah. like not good and over? I know the top. what you mean. But it's a good final battle though. It's a good kind of big fight. You want a big cathartic fight. It is good, yeah. and I like that. Like um, James Franco can't save the day, particularly. Yeah, um, yeah, because you're rooting for not humans. You're rooting for us to be destroyed, which is a pretty mucked up thing to be rooting for. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. Making that a thing is a clever. Yeah, and I like that's, how that's these characters writing. are kind of yeah. They don't. They haven't got any control over where the plot's going. No, yeah. and there's one in this first one, and there's a similar one in the second one. How they obviously because it jumps through time quite a lot to tell the story that there are these people as pop up every ten, twenty years who have influence, but they can't mm. change where it's going. That, that's quite interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All the decisions James Franco makes are pretty like like he doesn't do anything wrong really. He just makes kind of decisions. You can't. You don't think, oh, I never would have done that. It's kind of he does what you think you should do really. Yeah, what do you think of his acting? Though I, I think he's the weakest link in this film. To be honest, he's alright. Yeah, he's better than I, he's I been he, in most other things. I think he really goes too hard. He hams up, you know, the "Oh, my dad's dying of Alzheimer's" thing, and he's really like very sort of. I don't know. He's a bit over the top. Like he's trying very hard to be a serious actor in a way. I just didn't really buy it. But uh, but on the other side of that, John Lithgow is incredible, mm. isn't he? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, like no, a really, really clever and. Um, sensitive and yet like mm. engaging, you know, portrayal, is. isn't he? He's always good. Yeah, he is. No, he's yeah, a brilliant actor. Yeah, um, and really, like, I mean, he, the, the fact that you've got him, you know, as a a, a seriously ill person and a monkey carrying a, a bigger big blockbuster <laughs> film is pretty amazing, yeah. isn't it? They managed to yeah, pull yeah. that off. Like, it's quite a. There aren't any monkeys in this. They're apes. They're sorry, apes. apes. Yes, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you've also got uh, Brian Cox. Excellent yeah. as ever as well. But not Coming really, doesn't up. bit underused, yeah. doesn't really do much. The worst in it is the kid from Oh, Malf- Malfoy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gets the damn dirty apes line, doesn't he? Yeah, Which is yeah, a bit yeah, of a shame. yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I was, I, when I first watched this film, I because I only, I hadn't watched the old ones, I just thought there were people in ape costumes. Yeah. And they were, they were silly, really. And I would thought, oh, how, I'm not sure how they're going to really get, you know, because I don't normally like, like comic book films I don't find them you know believable I thought how but I was watching I was watching this and I was totally like when they you know when they get that gas and then they wake up and they're like smarter Mm. yeah it it's like 
And then he goes, he says his first line, doesn't he? He goes, no. Yeah. 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 It's like, I think that is done really well. It's a great moment. Yeah. yeah. They really, they earn that, don't they? They really do the first It hour, really like, does. I mean, for something quite silly and how, mm. how the hell, are, if for a serious film, are they going to sell this? Totally. Actually happening. They yeah. do it. Yeah, do that's. I think that's why it's so surprising because it is like a B movie punching above its weight, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's, it, there's so many ways it could have gone wrong, and so many ways they could have, you know, done something a lot more silly and ridiculous, and they don't. And it's it's probably because yeah. the Tim Burton the film was so good, terrible as well that they kind of trusted maybe to gave the well, they were still in the men in suits situation. Yeah, there. that was yeah. the problem with that. Yeah. Um, Another criticism of mine is the uh, boss character. I can't remember his name, but Joan Franco's boss. Yeah, he's who? Cool. Oh yeah, every, he's every line he says has to mention money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's just a giant cliche. He's just a bit ridiculous, isn't yeah. he? But uh, like, you just yeah. can't really forget that he really, really likes money. And he's late to his meeting, and <laughs> it doesn't even oh, make sense because money. if you're developing drugs and you're the boss of the company that develops the drugs, they take about fifty, well, twenty years to develop a drug. The person who's the boss of the research facility is not involved with any monetization <laughs> of that drug. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have you. You've got to have the man, haven't you? You've got to have the government. You've got to have the. Uh, yeah, it's, it's his fault, isn't it? Really. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bit of a device. He's just a device, really, isn't he? He's not really a fleshed out character. He had a good death. Did, good, he? Uh, Did he fall off yes. a helicopter or something? They, um, he he's pushed off the edge, isn't he? By the yeah. great yeah. big yeah. one. Um, that one, that bonobo is quite scary, isn't he? Isn't it the gorilla that's scary? No, no, the bonobo. With the ape. scarred you know, the, face. The, uh, yeah, what's his name? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The, bad, yeah. the bad guy in the second yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah. scary, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's a bonobo, that is. It's Just, clever, like, how they do put little cues on to differentiate them, make it easy to, you know, tell which one's yeah. which and stuff like that. And um, I mean, really, like I mean, the CGI doesn't look that good now, does it? But you still buy it, don't you? There's no point where you're thinking, "Oh, this doesn't look very." I mean, yeah, but the advances again they're making in the second one is just another leap, and I'm sure the new one will be. Have you you seen the trailer for the new one? Yeah, yeah. it looks really good. I mean, I didn't like the second one at all, but this one, um, I like Woody Harrelson. It looks well. Hopefully, (laughs) we'll get some proper war on this one. Hopefully, the new one. Wasn't it? Isn't it called War for the Planet of the Apes? I think war. Yeah, Yeah. they better deliver then. They better deliver that war. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I've had Star Wars films, which don't really. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just, just watch one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else have we got? Uh, the Icarus stuff. Yeah, like that. The little nods to that. It's just a good cast, isn't it? I mean, really, it's just a very solid film, isn't it? There's, There's a bit where he's say. making a model of uh, the um, the the uh, Statue of Liberty. Oh, that's a really good bit. Um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because that's when John Lithgow is having his breakdown outside, and there's a sound design film about the making of the sound design on that sequence. Yeah, and um, because he's trying to get, in, it's and he's, it, all the sound starts going backwards and upside down and stuff. It's quite yeah, but you, you know what the, what um, the ape does with the Statue of Liberty? What? Like he's uh, like knocking it over, hmm. and that's that's the first moment in the film when it realizes that um, humans are bad. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice okay. callback to obviously the Statue of Liberty yeah. in the sand. This yeah. isn't—I I stole this from somewhere else. This isn't my point. I read yeah. this somewhere. Oh, okay. But it's such lovely imagery, isn't it? That like, yeah. Um, and also yeah, his window—you know—that shape of the window, which is their emblem. Yeah. No, that's yeah. really yeah. cool. No, that's really cool. I think it's—it's it's clearly been written by people with a lot of reverence. Well, for the someone's old actually ones, thought like, about things, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Alex. What were you going to say then? No, I just—I think uh, read, reading about it, I think it's funny that. Um, Everyone kind of heralded Andy Circus for the performance, but I read that they used other people because the effects people said Andy overcame the character at times. 
So it's not always yeah. him. It's actually sometimes a double or sometimes... And that's kind of funny when he was given such praise, like, oh, you're such an amazing actor. It's not always him. It's a bit weird. It's a bit... I think um, the second one, though, he he's more there in that one, isn't he? And I think... Yeah. As much as I didn't like the second one, I think the performance of... What's the ape called? Caesar. Caesar. Caesar, yes, of course, yeah. It was really good. Um, it's hard to believe in that... In these, that there isn't a single chimpanzee on set yeah. ever. No, definitely. Yeah, oh no, that's insane, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's um, Mad. yeah, it is. It's. I mean, that's go back to Phantom Menace. Like, that's one of the good things to come out of that, you know, revolution in yeah, yeah, stuff phones. like that. Yeah, the camera yeah, phone yeah. they film this film on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, I don't think there's much more to say, is there? Really? I mean, it's sort of there's not much to get angry about I mean it's, it's good no. it's not it's not brilliant but it's a good film isn't it yeah um, and it does as I say it punches up its weight and I think a telling thing is that if you were asked to reboot Planet, Planet of the Apes you probably wouldn't come up with that would you no, like a, no. you never think of it and that's why no. it works I think it's, yeah. it's I'd have probably done something more like the Tim Burton one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear. which actually I don't really detest the oh, Tim Burton one it's so bad it's really bad yeah. So it's bad. bad. It's 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 bad, but it's no, not. It's so detestable. Bad. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how he still makes films because they're not no. even very successful, are they? Most of his films. Well, I think all his films nowadays are, are flops, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Because he's got his misses in it doing the same thing all the time. He's got a few of his mates. Johnny doing Depp it. doing whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but he still gets like massive budgets, doesn't he? They all just ring him in, don't they? Mm. Yeah, it's weird. He's got some scribbles that he can sell someone. Like some scrawl, he goes, "Yeah, that's that's my storyboards." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's rank it. Um, Chris, where do you think? Oh, you went last first last time, didn't you? Sorry, Alex, yeah. you go first. Uh, Seventeen below Paprika, above Independence Day. Oof. Okay. Um, I'll go second. Uh, I think fifteen above District Nine, below they live. Ooh. Chris, I'd go. Um, eleven. What? Yeah. It's that, Again, it's that what Wally divide, isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah, because in Chris's Wall mind, nothing's as good as Wally. Wally is Wall. <laughs> uh, I think we might have put Silent Running slightly too high. No, this. not the, high enough. I think it's too high. Yeah, no. I think it's um, too high. Yeah, eleven. That's yeah. too high. It's a good movie, but it's. So let me just because you keep going for eleven. Is it because a bit of basically everything below that you just don't like? No, Down no. To, well, I've, I've got like problems a, a, with eleven to sixteen. I never really connected with that. And yeah. Silent Running, I think, is too high. Yeah, her, I definitely didn't connect with. So I mean, below that is a bit of a it drops off for me. Right. I have to say. Until we get down to Independence Day, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we're back on board. Um, <laughs> what did you say, Alex? I said seventeen. Below Paprika. 17. So that's, and I said 15, didn't I? And Chris said 11. Um, what's, I mean, what's wrong with the film? Well, what's it's just nothing... It's just not, like, mind-blowingly original yeah. or, like... It's not, like, important or exciting. Well, I've got no, no particular version to go back and watch it. You know, it's just a film, isn't it? It's a well-made yeah. film, but it's just a film. <laughs> I agree. There's no particular vision involved. There's no... Um, you know, this story's not so amazing that you've not seen it before. There's nothing... As groundbreaking as aliens, hmm. or as the apes take over. Well, they don't yet, do they? Though, mm. and also it's been made before. It's a prequel. Yeah, exactly. It's it is, done before, yeah, and that's, exactly. And I think, 
and that's and that's why it's clever and why it's good is because it plays on that and you know there's a lot to think about this film no I, but it's going to go down more than up for me to be honest with you like I don't think it's better than Paprika and I don't think it's better than Independence Day to be honest with you but I do think it's better than District 9 so that's why I put it at 15 um okay um but Alex you said better, you said 17 didn't you yeah I said lower what about above District 9? I'd take between Independence Day and Star Wars, Episode 1. You'd take that low down? I'd take 18. <laughs> From 11, yeah? Yeah. Do you know Again. what I think is going to happen on this list? I think that between Wally and Independence Day, they'll never move, will they? Well, they're too, yeah, I mean, for me, they're too... They're like two uh, hills in this list. Those. And everything sort of flows down from them to yeah. mountains on there. Well, hang on. That's lower than what both of us said, though, isn't it? So if you're yeah. saying that yeah. now, should we, should we put it... <laughs> I'm easily movable. <laughs> Alex, what did you say again? Sorry, 17. Above Independence Day, 17. Should we go 17 then? Yeah, right. Because I said 15 and you did say 11 first. It's a good, it's a good quality movie. Yeah. Good quality movie. It's, it's, it's good. In the same way that Independence Day is good, in that, like, it's all right. Independence mm. Day is not actually that one. Yeah. I mean, if people go, what's, your, what's a really good sci fi film? Uh, not in a million years would I go Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Well, th- there you go. That's a good way of thinking about the list. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Good. Cool. Who directed it? Do we know? Um, oh, I've got it written down. Think, Rupert Wyatt. Not done much. I've written down next to his name. Cool. Right. One film to go. Um, and we'll be back with that in a few seconds. one more prequel to go um, it's the, big the most one. relevant it's a big one Alien Covenant is the second prequel to the fantastic film Alien and it's fantastic sequels Aliens and Alien 3 <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but yeah this film uh, is from 2012 I believe yes yep. directed by Ridley Scott who obviously did Alien and a load of other crap and, <laughs> and Blade Runner which isn't crap actually uh, and yeah this is a prequel Robin Hood Awful. The Martian. Uh, yeah, so Prometheus. Um, let's. Well, shall I start? Yeah. <laughs> Go. So, I've got a lot to say about it. So, um, but okay. Basically, just start, start. So I don't. I didn't like it. I didn't like it when I first saw it. I liked it even less this time. Um, for me, for lots of reasons. Like I am. I really, really like Alien and Aliens and Alien Three, and I, I love that world. I absolutely love it. Like those are three of my top ten science fiction films, without a doubt. Mm. Mm. So, as I said last time, when I saw that trailer, I was excited because I love the, the mythos of it. And I love the idea of the engineers, what kind of stuff. But I should have realised that, like we said, the Phantom Menace. You mm. should never, you should never find out. Really, you should just keep no. it as what is the engineer. Um. So one problem with Prometheus is that it's over-explaining something you don't need over-explained. But that's not the biggest problem with it. The biggest problem with Prometheus is it's just not a very good film, is it? No. It's not, it's not scripted well. It doesn't make much sense no. at all, the plot. Endless plot holes. Very, very little actually happens. Like, it's mm. very boring. There's, yeah. Like, you know, it's not... 
there aren't that many set pieces and stuff like that, and the ones that are in it are ripped off from other Alien films. Or just fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the best thing going for it, really, is the look of it, and of the first, say, ten minutes or so, brilliant music, the opening shot of flying over, you know, Earth, and the engineers. The sci-fi beautiful. stuff in it is good. You know, the, the ship, stuff. Yeah, the ship is, design's is nice. Um, mm. All the sh- shots of David at the start, walking around with, um, mm. is it Chopin playing, or... Um, yeah. All that's beautiful. All the and, uh, viral stuff that they did for David was good as well. Yeah, the David Siren yeah. was. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. Um, and and also, what's frustrating about that is I love the idea of him watching Lawrence Arabia, and they're like, you know, he's like learning lines, and mm. you, you're aware this thing's going on with David, and he's like quoting from it and stuff like that. And I mm. I love that kind of thing, like that sort of inviting yeah. you to look under it as more more context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem with it is that that none of that context makes much sense. Mm. Um, so just one more thing before we carry on Prometheus you're both aware of the myth of Prometheus yeah yeah so what has that well no two problems the ship's called Prometheus correct yeah it wasn't originally no, no it wasn't originally yeah, but no. it is yeah and they get there and on the, the, the mural there's like clearly a Prometheus sort of figure with the chest you know the, the alien mm. side mm. kind of coincidence there isn't it kind of a big coincidence but also, Prometheus is about, um, you know, he's punished because he gives uh, machinery to uh, humans, you know, like fire, the first yeah. machine. Mm. And that's why he's punished. So how does that work with the story? How is the story telling that story? It, it doesn't. Cause it's In stupid. any way, does it? No, it's just, it's just a cool stupid. word. Yeah. It's a cool word that you're, you're hanging your entire thing on, though, and you're inviting people to look further by calling it that, but not calling it Alien Zero. Mm. By they talk, David about, do they talk about the use of technology and, you know, with Wayland and he wants to live forever and all this. They talk about them. Yeah, live forever. But, that, but that's not the Prometheus myth, living forever, is it? That's nothing to no. do with, with um, God's giving man power. Wasn't it, it originally forever? called Paradise Lost, but they changed the name? It was originally called Engineers, then it was called Paradise Lost. Yeah. Paradise Lost would have made a lot more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's, that is, yeah. that's more about people going to hell and, and you know. Um, anyway, I'll, I've got more to say, but let's. I won't keep hogging it. Uh, Chris, Prometheus, thoughts? I think the the expansion of the alien story written in Prometheus was rubbish. Yeah. I yeah. thought what they've added is crap. Yes. Like, it could have been... A sm- I, I thought of a better story walking out of the cinema than what... Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought, oh, it would have been much better... If there was a load of humans there, they bumped into a load of, like, um, aliens stroke, you know, they're on the developmental stage of this weaponry. And then that, it's the same planet as what was in Alien, right? So the creature they find in the suit in Alien with the chest burst, right, Mm -hmm. is actually one of them humans from Prometheus tried to escape it had already been impregnated got into the machine to try and pilot it out and it came out of him so what we were looking at in alien all that time inside that thing there was a human and we never knew it yeah so that would have been, that'd been good yeah that would have yeah. been really good yeah. um yeah and i uh, thought of that and they've got people paid a lot of money and they just and they just well this it's just I mean, extra I, shit on top a, a at, different you know and they it did at the end they changed the ending didn't they yeah like, so yeah, she well, goes as, off to another planet as i mentioned um previously and off, off the thing i've read the script it's based on but what i'll do is at the end basically we'll have a little like bit on that i think 
because mm. I'll just about to explain to you how it was meant to be. <laughs> it's different. But first of all, Alex, what? Um, well, what do you think about Prometheus? I saw this film and I didn't like it much, and then I saw you, and you told me that I yes, should I hate it because it was so awful. <laughs> and then you proceeded to like yeah, half an hour I tell go the me when Sam tells me that. Yeah, I, I well, think the prequel to um, science fiction rating system is me and Alex sat in a pub with him shout me shouting him for two hours <laughs> about Prometheus. Probably, <laughs> probably. So. But the thing is, you were right. It is fucking just garbage. I was so angry watching this. It just made me so angry. It's just so stupid. And it feels like Ridley Scott's watched a conspiracy theory documentary about aliens being basically God. And then he wants to make a film out of that, but can't get the money. So pretended to make an alien film instead. Yeah. It's just got nothing to do with aliens at all, really. It's just a complete waste of time. My problem is that I I am always bamboozled by the like the tech side of things like mm. the the actual sci-fi stuff. So I can come away from a really shite sci-fi film, but I'm interested in like you enjoy you the know, stuff, the ships and the suits. Yeah, How did that yeah. suit work? How many decks are on that ship? What yeah. deck is engineering on? You know, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> that sort of stuff. And I mean, and that's just me. But but you know, but you're right. That is. That is as good in this film as it was in Alien, isn't it? Like the ship design's brilliant. I, I mean, I love all the uh, technology stuff. You know, the designs yeah. of stuff is quite good. I mean, yeah. that stuff is up there, but it's the actual basic storyline is mm. terrible. There's some really annoying characters in it as well. There's two yeah. Scottish characters who I want to the, act, the acting is bad, like, wall yeah. to wall, isn't it, really, as well? Yeah. Like, the, the Scottish woman is completely terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, she says something like about Everest. Everest well, just, would be their baby brother. She's just like a yeah, <laughs> just like a big like clumsy lead in exposition I want machine. You yeah. to die in a painful way. Yeah, I, I don't think the lead. I don't know how you say names. No, no new replaces it. Yeah. No, yes, yeah. yeah. I think she's awful. Her accent is so bad. It's so grating. It just oh, Charlie, yeah. Charlie. Oh, I hate that quasi. I hate that quasi religious stuff. Oh that God, he's tried yeah. to put in like yeah. There's no. There's no way. In her field, in the future, she'd go to that planet and be a Christian. There isn't, but, like, <laughs> I think there's a core of a good idea there in that, like, the idea of faith faith versus technology and the idea, like, someone who has got faith like that um, is confronted by aliens and how do they react to it. Mm. That, there's a good story to tell there, without a doubt, yeah. of someone who but is they, a scientist. That person would be on Earth in today's no, I don't, time. Not, necessar- not necessarily. In, like, I, in, think, in a, yeah. I think you're reducing faith to like something much smaller than it is. And like people do, you know, I, obviously I'm not into that kind of stuff, but I can understand how it would happen. I just don't think it's a well-flushed-out character. I don't believe Oh, no, character. no, not at all. The way they do it is terrible, yeah. but I think, I think there's a good idea there. It is a very good idea. Yeah. It's and a it's, super idea, but that character, I don't buy it. There's one line, isn't there, where she says, he says to, um, what do you know you're up here? And she, and she goes, well, who made them? You know, uh, <laughs> like, who made the engineers? But that's know, what like, I say, that's what I say about God when go when they go, well, who made God? Well, it's totally the same like, thing. It well, just no, carries on saying, going. Like, All but, you've done is just move the goalpost. Yeah, I'm not defending it. I'm saying, like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that is the extent of what, how they get into it, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Yeah. That is all they do, that line. It's sort of a bit... But that's, that's what I mean. It's like sloppy writing. It's like... Awful writing. Yeah. Um, the, the two who get trapped in the egg room and think oh, the best yeah. place for to sleep is surrounded by his eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was obviously... As soon as them two split up, it's like, we've seen this millions of times. Also, like, that guy, he's the guy who's mapping the place out and he can't find his way out no. of the ship. 
So why don't they have those mapping things in any of the other Alien films? Because it would totally have basically solved... Well, aliens would have been really useful. It's, uh, like when the, when the little worm comes out of the ground and, um, you know, they already know it's an alien what environment. And they're like, oh, let's start poking it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, Come here, little just guy. Track, but just track back, right? Yeah. So there's this goo... There's the goo in the in them containers, right, which is the weapon. Yeah. And that works, am I right in thinking, uh, it latches on to pre-existing biological organisms and makes them mental. Yeah. Like, well, it, right? well, it doesn't, does it? It turns someone into a zombie. It turns someone well, into a superhuman. Yeah. All I'm saying is it, it just, like, shakes the... It stacks the deck again of, it do, it of does DNA to make, to make something else, It right? just does whatever they want yeah. it to do. Sh- it reshuffles yeah. DNA, right? It's all in, it all starts because there's a caterpillar in yeah. the in the dirt right so there, yeah, there is life worms. on this planet now yeah there which is native to this planet yeah and they've got all the equipment to find life that's yeah. their primary job yeah and they can't they i'm not saying it. it's not intelligent i mean they, but there are bugs walking around yeah in you that. would spot it yeah you'd think they'd get it yeah <laughs> um but also if what I, what I couldn't work out as well but about those... I mean, the whole thing, it, it doesn't deserve working out, but like those no. worms, if, if they are... Are those worms post-mutation or pre-mutation? No, no, that's what I'm saying. They they are... They were in the ground and they got dripped on by the goo. And they, they mutate into yes. those big worm things. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, but so how... Has that not happened earlier? <laughs> you know? Yeah, why well, did I think it wait it has. till that's now? What, what, that's what went wrong before right. with the engineers. So why weren't there just worms everywhere... Like wandering because, around. I don't know because they found a planet which have got is got pre existing life on probably, and it shouldn't they shouldn't have done that. It's just and also the whole evolution of how the alien organism comes oh, that's about. Bull- that's such bullshit. Starts with these caterpillars. Yeah. Is that right? It starts with the caterpillars and the Earth yeah, in this know. planet. Um. Well, I, I won't. I don't know. I really want to tell you the spoilers from the next film because it'll change what you think about this even more. <laughs> but um, all I'm saying is, the thought it's gone into it is horseshit. Yes, yeah. like a hundred percent. I'll say one one other positive thing about it. There's one good scene in this film for me. Um, Let me and see if I can guess which one it is. Go on, try and guess it. Does it involve a child? Is it a David? Is it a David scene? No, it's not. Is it oh, the okay. surgical scene? It is the self-abortion. Oh yes, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's the Again, because it's tech. Of like There's proper, some good tech going on there. Yeah, good tech, proper body horror, like mm. proper claustrophobic traps in a tube, like well-orchestrated, yeah. you know, tense alien action, yeah. isn't it, really? Yeah, But um, that's it. And it sticks, it, yeah, it, it also, sticks out, doesn't it? Charlize <laughs> yeah. Theron does nothing. Mm. She doesn't do anything. Her, her character's there. really weird. She takes up half the ship with her flat... <laughs> <laughs> yeah and all she's there is just to as far as i can see is just to have a spacesuit on and look good well mm. she's she's there she's to be the, given any functional she's there as the burke character isn't she yes yeah, she is that's yeah. why she's there but she then didn't you, even do that really well, no. you've got wayland sat in the back haven't you yeah. it's such the, a the proto burke yeah thing. <laughs> it's such a dumb reveal when she's like father like it's just like who cares like it's so stupid yeah, yeah like, and why is guy pierce in all that makeup it, why not just have an old person what oh yeah he looks awful doesn't he yeah because they wanted to do the viral ted talk with guy pierce yeah uh, well fuck that <laughs> <laughs> it's oh just... it's so so flawed yeah um 
It'd been better if they'd used the old guy who was Bishop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lance Henriksen. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Because they used him in Animal Spreaders, didn't they? Yeah, he was yeah, Wayne, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. In that, which is a bad film. He'd probably but that's look a good about idea. the same age now, right? He'd probably look just yeah, he'd probably about look right really now. old. Yeah, he yeah. probably would. Yeah, um, he's a better acting guy, Pierce, as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so we're all pretty down it. Um, before we move on to the ranking, oh, Idris Elba. Yeah, he's having a laugh though. I think he's overrated here as an actor, but everyone says he's great. But I just don't buy it. Th- he's playing he, the same thing all the time. He's just having. A, I just don't. I think he just turned up and just did his lines and they say had a laugh, they say like, he could be Bond. He couldn't be Bond. He couldn't what was be that? Bond. Sorry, Alex. I, I, just, I just think he turned up and had a laugh. I don't think he's really acting. He's just just mucking around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't and buy his accent at all. His accent's not really good. <laughs> it, it looks like there's a similar character in the new one played by that comedy guy. Um. Right. Shall I? Shall I? Do you want to do deep dive? Tell us, some, tell us about facts. engineers. Right, hit me. Go for it. So, basically, there's two writing credits in this film. John Staff, or Stay, something like that, and uh, Damon Lindelof of Lost fame. Um, so, I'm guessing you've seen Lost, or some Lost, both of you, mm. probably not all of it, because it's shit. I no. saw so half of the first yeah, episode. Of but basically, the idea of it is it's a mess of a mess of plot threads that kind of don't come together and don't really resolve. Sound familiar, yeah. in a way? Sound mm. familiar? Well, it's a modern way of writing films. So, basically, John Stafe wrote this film called Engineers, and it was explicitly an alien prequel, like explicitly an alien prequel, um, which is passed over for years and then is given to Ridley Scott and said they say to them... Fox say, we don't want to make an alien film. And so rewrites are done where they basically strip out all the alien stuff and make it a different thing. Right. And then, towards the end of that, they realise, oh, this is a stupid idea, and they have to cram alien back in again. <laughs> Which goes some way to explaining why it's such a strange addition that doesn't really fit. Um, but the original Engineers is... it's still a, The script's still not great, to be honest with you, but it's a lot more of a coherent film. Um so it's the characters are basically the same but different names and they are still going to it still starts the same with um, they're finding ruins and the, the, the engineers seeding life on earth um, but the difference being that Wayland doesn't go on the ship and he's not going there to, for eternal life he's going there to terraform LV246 oh okay so he's like he's on he's basically on Mars so you, you know in Prometheus there's a couple of lines where they refer to the aliens as Martians Oh, okay, which yeah. kind of doesn't make much sense. Yeah, and they're walking around a couple of times, and that is that's left over from the script basically, where they were they were all from Mars, where they were terraforming that, and he was going out there because. Um, well, you know, in the video, it is giving to people they're terraforming Mars. Yeah, but no, but he's not going to LV two four six to terraform that, is he? He sent, he no. stays on Mars in the original script and yeah. sends them out to do that. So that is like because he has got the technology from the you know the pro the what they call the engineers, mm, he's yeah. seen the research and realises, oh, they've got that out there, let's go and do that and terraform it. Mm. So there's a different dynamic. The crew makes more sense because the crew don't want to be there. There's a whole thing about how they normally get a bonus, but they're not getting a bonus now. No, 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 they normally get a cut of what they find, but now they're only getting a mm. bonus. Probably all, all that tax. Of, they're all like a bit tax. pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all kind of pissed off, and that all makes a lot more sense as well. Um, and they get there, and like basically, it's a lot more explicit about it, there being an alien there. Um... And it just all makes a lot more sense. Like, it's it sort of... It's not brilliant still, and there's still a lot of stupid stuff goes on, the same sort of stupid character moments, but there's no, like... And there's that zombie bit still in it, but yeah. there's no... Um, it's not got this weird problem with deciding if it's an alien or not. Yeah. You know? 
And also, just the setup makes a lot more sense. It just seems a lot more coherent. But anyway, so that all is a coherent thing. And then Lindelof comes in and rewrites it. And clearly, at the last minute, like they decided when they went back to Alien, not only do you want to do this Alien, you want to do a lot of other films as well. Uh, and that's why you get her flying off in the ship and you get this stupid yeah. nonsense with, you know, that, that last stupid shot of that weird alien popping up. Yeah. You know, do you remember that when really he fades yeah. back in again? You see the alien at the end? Like a dinosaur alien. Mm. Um, so let's rank it. I'll go first. This film goes at number 24. <laughs> Below Spaceballs. Uh, Is Chris going to say 11? Above Universal Soldier. Uh, it's better than Universal Soldier, yeah, I'll give it that. Uh, I put it at, I'm going to put it at 22 because Flash Gordon is horseshit. Alex. 26. It made me so angry. I don't care. Universal Soldier didn't make me this angry. Nice. I'm sorry. Nice. It, fuck this film. I like it because it's. I think it. <laughs> it just spits in your face. If you've never had that before, where one of us just go fuck this film. No, it just spits in your face. It's just like, oh, do you like Alien? Well, fuck you. Basically, that's how I felt. That's how I just felt so. I felt more annoyed watching this again than I did at Phantom Menace. Way more. And me, definitely. I'm so glad, Alex, that you realised this now. Yeah. <laughs> you infected me. Like You're like that really worm. Detesting it. <laughs> You're like, if I, if we'd have done this after I watched it in 2012, I'd have said 26 because I'd have been so venomously angry yeah. about it as well. But I've got, got come to terms a bit more. But no, it's not Ben Space Balls. Um, so what do you say, Chris? 20, what, 22? 22. Chris said 26. Sorry, Alex I'm not, 26. I'm not particularly first because well, I, like, I like the science in it, but the science is crap. <laughs> I, I don't like the science. I like I like the I like the machines in it. I don't like the you know, the science is horseshit. Let's go twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world worse than this. That's kind of darkly. Yeah, that was worse. Yeah, that was um, worse. It's his name, Scott. You know when you, the aliens right at the beginning. You know where they. I don't understand it. They drop in the DNA into the sea. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what's that? Is that supposed to have started life on Earth? Yeah. yeah, in the original script for that bit, uh, it then cuts to like some primitive humans right. who, like, who get infected. But basically, that's an airborne. There are insects in the original uh, script, ah, right, okay. and they take off and they fly away and they infect the people and the life ah, on right, Earth. And yeah. That's where it all comes from. It probably <coughs> would have seemed it would have been better if it was something was unleashed. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm no, it, like, it makes no. You don't, ha- you don't put DNA into the water no. back then. And then no. you end up with it, everything now. It That's doesn't make sense. It and it, it tries to make up for not making sense by trying to bamboozle you with like yeah. posh, posh quotes and yeah. price and stuff. Spaceships. Yeah. yeah. And but I let's was move bamboozled on. for a little while. So, 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 fuck so fuck it. That's the end. It's at 26. <laughs> so that's what we've got new this week. We've got Phantom Menace at 19. Isn't we've it funny got... how like Ridley Scott's going to be at the top and the bottom of this list, isn't he? He won't be at the top. Well, he, you know, he'll be near the top. And he'll oh, be actually, no. In fact, no. <laughs> he might be number one and number two, actually, if I've got anything to do with it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, uh, yeah. Because I, I love um, The Last Kingdom. That's not an science fiction <laughs> film. <laughs> Gladiator right. is a science fiction. No, it's not. And it's awful. <laughs> right, we've got to move on. So, that's the end of this week's episode. Uh What's so next, next week? Next time. What's the theme? The theme is um, my dad's going to be happy. It's his favourite actor. It's Bruce Willis week. Woo! <laughs> what um, could we do? We could do like, so many films. Do, we could. Don't don't say any. I'm not going to leave it up to the audience to 
write in. Let us know. What is your favourite Bruce Willis science fiction film? I've got a good idea what they'll be. Yeah, but we're probably not doing most people's <laughs> Bruce Willis science fiction film. Never mind. Um, what, what's your feeling on Bruce Willis, Chris? You like Bruce Willis? Yeah. Alex? Yeah. I love I'll Bruce Willis. I love him. I'm signed up. Yeah. I've good. never watched... It's one of them actors where you've never gone... That was poorly acted, that. No. It's well, like, yeah. you've totally bought it. And I'll just say one more time, Hudson Hawk, definitely not a science fiction film. Definitely not, sorry. I love that film too. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Um, Die Hard 4 has got a lot of uh, high-tech tech. It's awful though, isn't it? <laughs> Which might not. It's a really bad the film. Die Hard 4, I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. 4.0. Awful. Yeah. Right, so uh, get in touch at SF Rating System on Twitter, sciencefictionratingsystem.com. That's got the list on it, and you can comment and stuff like that. The new website looks um, lovely. Yeah, we've got a proper website now. We've um, got Star Wars on there without the episode four, A New Hope bit on the titles, unnoticed on the list. That's not my fault, I can't control that. Oh, okay. I've outsourced the list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a big data. Um, Is it to, yeah, the tra- uh, to the Trade Federation. Yeah. yeah. So who are we? Alex, who are you? Where are you? Uh, at Love Horror, uh, website, Twitter, all that. So yeah, find that, please. Brill, Chris? Uh, Chris Redding at Twitter and all that. Instagram. Cool. Instagram. Yeah. I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all into Instagram now. You're Chris J. Redding on there, aren't you? Is that I right? am, yeah. yeah Someone's yeah. got Chris Redding. Can't get hold of him. <laughs> and I'm Sam Draper, Wheel the Robot on Twitter, samdraper.net for music and... That's it, I think. So, see you next week to preview Bruce Willis. Goodbye, everybody.